All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, not that you care, not that the listeners care, but a parenting milestone last night. My daughter, uh, age four and three quarters, took scissors to her own hair last night. So had to take her into a stylist this morning to uh, chop off a bunch of her hair because she made it look interesting last night. Maybe just let her let her go around with it for like a couple weeks. It might, it might teach her a lesson. You know what I mean? She'll be like, <laughs> hey, why does my hair look all shit? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe uh, a little couple more years, but uh, they forget too quickly at this age. So, Oh, yeah, they don't care about hairstyles yeah. at four. No, every every parent goes through it, and I was just happy to hit ours. Like, she called my wife into her room. You could hear it in her voice. She was very sad. She's like, Mommy, I need to tell you something. And my wife's like, I'm busy. I'm like, uh, you might want to look into this. And she goes in, and my you're just my wife go, oh, sweetie. And I'm like, well, how bad is it? What did she? And she's like, oh, it's a haircut. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. It's just funny, but... But that's where we are. Nice, nice. All right, so this is what I wanted to bounce off you. Um, I've been reading, and I'm only just about halfway through. I've been reading a book. uh, It's called Shattered, Inside Hillary Clinton's Doomed Campaign. And what happened is uh, these reporters, Jonathan Allen and Amy Parnes, P-A-R-N-E-S, they were with the... Hillary campaign um, from the inception because they thought they were going to write this book about the first woman president, except, oops, twist of fate, they're writing a different book. And it's really interesting, like getting the inside scoop from the beginning to watch her literally trip over her own dick every step of the way. And I'll just tell you one thing. I just got to the part where she lost Michigan to Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And what's what's funny and sad and hilarious and wrong about the whole thing is um, you had Bill Clinton, her husband, saying, hey, you're focusing on urban areas. You're focusing on cities. You need to get into the um, – the, the rural areas and focus on disenfranchised white voters. And her campaign manager was like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to target uh, urban centers. And so Bernie comes along with his populist See, message. If there's, if there's, if there's one husband that you should like, let man yeah, explain exactly. a little bit. It's, it's <laughs> gotta be that guy. He's, uh, he did it he's right like, twice. listen, listen, I got reelected to president twice, even though, I sexually assault slash harass every woman that crosses my path. Did I let that stop me? No. And it's because I hit the rural areas. Trust me. Yeah. So they lose. So Bernie comes in with a populist message that is pretty much Trump's message. It's it's you should be angry at the government. They just take it in different directions. And Bernie wins Michigan. And then Hillary's campaign changes nothing. So much so that if you remember in the general election, she lost Michigan because they thought it would just swing Democratic, even though they had already shown she should have been there campaigning among disenfranchised, angry white people, maybe not catering to them, but trying to scoop up the Bernie or bust folks or, you know, anyone that's on the fence, not the Trump. But it's just amazing. Yeah, you say, you're saying basically she, she spent all of her time going after voters who she was going to have anyway. Pretty much. I mean, and she didn't even do, she did a good job, but she, I, I remember hearing a thing on Milwaukee where there were some urban voters that were just sort of like blasé. They, they really fought to get Obama's uh, base, and they did. But like you said, most of them were going to go there anyway, so what they should have done is they didn't want to cast a wide net. They wanted to cast a very specific one, and they did, and they did a good job with that specific net, but, you know, Trump focused on 
what he focused on. It's just like I said, I'm only halfway through, but it's it's just insane to read that they could have won this. They just shot themselves in the foot every step of the way. And I'm only giving you one example, but I mean, everywhere they went, they just focused on one thing. And, and well, here's the here's my favorite part of the book so far, is it's not like an anti-Hillary book, but they do continually point out that whenever she can't get her message across, she gets angry at her advisors saying, why don't we have a better message? And like you're reading this going, you're running for president. Shouldn't you know why the fuck you're running for president? Shouldn't you have a message going in like, I want to be president and here's why, not I want to be president because it's my turn. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, there's there's a message of... Um... Well, this is more or less what she got got caught telling the the bankers is there's there's reasons why you actually do things and then there's reasons why you tell the plebs you're doing things, which also kind of kind of hurt her a bit. It just kind of made her look more like the um, well the shady bought out politician that she is, you know. But I I get what you're saying about going after the wrong um, going after the wrong voter, like like she should have gone more for the voters who weren't going to go for it. She should have gone after the rural um, well, demographics. that weren't going to vote for but the ones that were on the we, fence. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just needed a nudge. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones, the ones in, in the areas that don't typically just go blue all the time. Yeah, like that's you got to go after those. But I also kind of see why she might want to phone it in. You know what I mean? Because well, on the last one, she was like, okay, well, I was, I was going against Obama last time. He was like a younger, charismatic dude. Um, this time, my opponent in the primaries is basically the doc from Back to the Future if he was older, uglier, and was a socialist. <laughs> then I'm going oh, against... I thought you meant Trump, yeah. No, no. That, well, that was the primaries, right? Like, I get phoning it in there right. a bit, you know? And I get I get like, okay, who am I up against this time? A, um, an angry red reality TV star who grabs women by the pussy and talks about it into cameras. I got this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to the country. They don't even have a Starbucks there. I'm staying in the <laughs> cities where I can get my fucking nails done and just live at the Hilton. So, I, yeah, I, I get I get why she would have phoned. I would have phoned it in. I would have been like, listen, I'm, I'm just going to Skype every single campaign speech. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to put up a big projector with a flat screen and i'm just getting get get the people you know whoever shows up whatever i got it just fill fill the arena fill whatever you're gonna fill i'm gonna do oh can we do the hologram thing you know the michael jackson hologram i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do hologram campaign speeches i'm not I'm not living my i'm not leaving my villa my ranch fuck this i got it well the funny thing about what you say is um they were pissed um like, but like that confused anger. They weren't pissed at Bernie per se, but they were pissed by the idea that they got really frustrated because it's amazing how Bernie came out of nowhere and started kicking the shit out of her. And the thing they got pissed and confused about is they put all the infrastructure in place. Like they lined up everything. They had support groups and money and backing. And Sanders literally showed up and would send out a tweet and it would go viral and 30,000 people would show up to an arena and cheer him on. And they're like begging people to come support her because they have the phone contacts and they have the, the party leaders. And they're just like, how the fuck does Bernie literally just announce and he's, he's like in it to win it? 
He didn't have any infrastructure. He didn't have any backing. And suddenly he was just this huge threat. And they were just stunned and literally caught off guard. You know who they they, they were like? They were like the uh, any opponent that Jackie Chan had in the uh, in the classic Drunken Master. Uh, you know, they, they'd show up. They'd be like, I don't need to stretch. Look at this. This motherfucker stumbling drunk. And then what? what? And they've been karate shot like six, seven times. And they're like, how did that <laughs> drunk son of a bitch? He had pissed himself. He came here soaked in his own urine, for Christ's sake. How did I How did I lose to this man, you know? That's that's basically what happened. Well, except they didn't lose. Well, yeah. Um, the one final thing that's kind of sad, given where I am in the book right now, is um, that racism played an even bigger role than they had suspected to begin with. Like, it's easy to say, oh, racists voted for Trump. But what happened is uh, they discovered in retrospect that, starting in Michigan is one of the places, that as she focused more on wrapping up the minority vote, the people, you know, certain white people felt ignored and said, well, you know, if she's not going to pay attention to me or my needs, why should I vote for her? And it's kind of sad to think that that you know white people were so insecure that they felt they needed to be catered to well but do you do you think that okay but do you think that that's like a oh i i i don't like that she's campaigning to minorities or i don't like that she's only campaigning to minorities because there's a difference there's a big difference here okay going it's i think it's a little uh half dozen of one you know, the other, it, it, so what, go ahead, keep going because I think it's a combination. I think it's a little of each. Well, what I'm saying is, is like, I, if, if she's just ignoring you and you're not like as a race as a whatever, but, but specifically, I think you hit it more earlier when you're talking about urban versus rural, you know, um, if you're not going to these rural places at all and really seeming like you give a fuck about their, their, um, uh, you know, their economic problems, their social problems, and you're only going to these urban areas, then, uh, yeah, they're going to feel like they're ignored. Whereas if you have this other party that's going there and seeming like they give a fuck, you're going to be like, well, these are our guys. And, yeah, if, if most of the people in that those rural areas are white, then, I mean, yeah, it may seem fucking racist. And for many of them, I'm sure it is. But, like... Like you said, they they were actively being ignored by her, and so they didn't show up to vote. You know, and I, like Donald Trump got less votes in swing states than Mitt Romney did, right? So the racists were gonna vote for the guy with the elephant next to his name, either way. The only difference is is she actually had the the people that weren't racist, the people that were progressive or at least right. in the middle, voting for Obama because Obama actually went after him. Whereas she didn't, you know, so it's like, yeah, racists voted for Donald Trump. Sure. Just like they voted for Mitt Romney. But then you also had these other people who, uh, I mean, you could chalk it up as racism, but I, I, I don't feel like it is. I feel like, that, you know, if, if, if you ignore people, they're not going to vote for you. I could be uh, explaining it poorly because I, you know, like you read a book and you come away with what the book said, but you don't have it memorized. The way it was described in the book, it seemed more race alienation. I'd have to read it again. Or maybe the book is biased. I like your explanation right there. And, in fact, 
I think I've said this on the podcast before. My wife went out campaigning for Hillary the night before the election. She went to registered Democrats. She wasn't just going knocking on random doors. She yeah. had a list of registered Democrats, and she came across a handful of houses where people said, no, we're just not voting. We're just, right. um, the whole election's a turnoff. And that is really what helped, you know, shit brains, shit for brains get into the presidency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not that it's not I feel like people get confused and they think, well, for some reason, people voted for Trump when they voted for Obama last time. I, I, I fucking I'd be shocked if there was that many people where that was the case. Um, I'm not saying there was no one. But what, it was, what I would what I think is, is probably a lot more likely than uh, I mean, they voted seems for like Obama from and how many didn't vote. And then they didn't vote. Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as like the registered Democrats have voted last time and this time. That's what that's what it seems to kind of point to, and so I mean they can they can make it seem like everybody who voted for Trump is a fucking racist, which yeah, lots of them are, and lots of them are dumb. But they did specifically ignore the fucking whole rural demographic. So it's like, okay, at that point, are you voting for the guy, or are are you voting for the lady um, because you don't like? black people or Hispanics or take your pick or are you voting at a lady who completely fucking ignored you? I mean, it's, I'm I'm sure it's both, but uh, I mean, to to just point to one and not the other is, is just sort of ignoring. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of racist fucks in the country, but there's a lot of regular fucks who she clearly didn't give a fuck about. So uh, there's, there's, there's both, you know? Yeah. And going back to how this all started, it's insane to think you would have a man who won the presidency twice, you know, won the presidency and then won re-election, saying, hey, this is how you campaign and win. And the campaign manager says, no, no, we've got this uh, in place. And you can, like you said, I, you can understand the complacency because look who you're up against. And I've said right. this in the yeah, past. Yeah. If there is any one election where... It could just be, you know what, I hate Hillary, but come on, look at this other guy. This was the one that that really should have been a no-brainer. But still, I mean, if anything, this book should serve as a wonderful tool for further future elections, for how never to become complacent, how never to let your guard down, and how to campaign everywhere to cast that wide net. Well, and I mean, unless you're Trump, who cast it a very small that's, net that's and an important won. Thing, but then also <laughs> a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that even if she would have campaigned in those places, uh, I mean, you you still would have had the, I, I, the what I feel were most of the reasons people wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton. The fact that you know, foreign policy is pretty hawkish. And so it's, it, it, it seems kind of right leaning. The fact that. She's she's pretty in bed with with Wall Street people. I mean that's 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 pretty apparent. And so I, I well she would no have matter what she said, but she probably could have picked up a few of the well I wasn't going to vote, but now I will. She wouldn't win. Sure, over. I'm not saying it, it would have like yeah, it absolutely would have helped having her campaign in spots that were a little more rural, having a girl go harder after you know you know certain key districts and swing states. That absolutely would have helped, but. On the other hand, a lot of a lot of people that tend to be very pro Hillary just sort of like to look at it like, well, we had this perfect candidate, and then a bunch of Klansmen voted against her, you know. And and that's <laughs> yeah. not it's that's not, not that it fucking simple. Sorry, 
you did not have a perfect candidate and she did not campaign as well as she should have. That's so they didn't they didn't show up and vote. That's that's what happened. It's the left stay at home. I mean, people can argue all day about why that is, but the fucking left stayed home. Less people voted for Donald Trump in the primaries or sorry, in in the general election in swing states than voted for Mitt Romney. So I mean, what is what does that say? It says that the left stayed home. Now for I'm sure it's it's multiple reasons. I mean, you're not going to be able to just point to one thing. But, I mean, you know, just to chalk it up as ah, a bunch of fucking racists that hate women. I mean, that's it's just complacency. And that's how you lose another one. It's it, it at least seems like this this book is addressing those. But it, it is. I don't know. It, it seems like we, we, the, the part where you go, well, you know, racism played a much bigger. It's like, really? They, they all voted for the black guy this time, but they didn't vote for the white lady this time because of racism. Like, I mean, that that's that logic is just fucking nutty to me. I had a thought, and then I just brain farted as I was going to say it. God damn it. Oh, well, I mean, it, it is, they, they keep, the book does keep pointing out what you just said is like, everything lays at the feet of Hillary. Like, they, they call her a flawed candidate, and sure. I am just pulling out bits and pieces to discuss that, that I shit. found interesting. As, as, as flawed as the candidate was, and as, as shitty of a campaign as she ran, she still totally should have beat. Yeah, the crazy orange jackass with no experience that we have in there now, seemingly who, who, who more or less. I mean, time's going to tell how much he actively colluded with the Russians to hack his candidate. But that seems to be something that is is happened on on one level or another. And um, yeah, now he's just sort of firing everybody in the wake. Uh, that that is either investigating him or, or fucking he's, he's taking too much heat over it. He's going full like Nixon during Watergate. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it seems like. And the, 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 the fucking irony in all this is is the people defending Trump over this Russia shit. If, if, if Hillary had won and there would be even half of this much shit tying her not to, even half. to, to if Russia. A quarter. And not oh, even yeah. Russia. If she had had even a quarter of no, the but scandals, saying, turning yeah. over sensitive material, um, you know, firing sure. Comey upon entering uh, for, for the emails. Oh, I, not I even just mean because of Russia. Of, I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's just pretend it came that one of her emails was somehow linked was, was, or was somehow leaked to a, a, a Russian official, even like four people removed from her. Oh, the party of Reagan would be losing their fucking minds right now. They'd be, oh, look at, see, this is just commies on the left colluding with the the even the or the, the, the evil Russian government and Putin and you know the new communist party and all this fucking shit. Like they, the Reagan party would be losing their fucking minds right now if there was any link between. Hillary Clinton and any kind of collusion with Russia. They, they would be fucking going nuts right now. The fact that they're defending it with Russia of all countries is fucking insane to me. I can't believe it. It's I, more insane than Trump getting elected in the first place. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's just, how much I'm shocked right now. It, it shows a literal lack of any integrity. It just shows that it's simply right. party. It's, it's completely partisan. Oh, yeah. And what I, one thing I, you fuck how do i phrase this i would love for democrats maybe in secret i suppose to sign a contract that says as soon as the special investigation into russia is complete if nothing is found 
you're going to shut the fuck up. Don't let Russia become the next Benghazi because Benghazi was discovered to be nothing as yeah, far as yeah. Hillary. And yet it was it was this champion cry for months and months and even a year after it was nothing. It was brought up over and over. It was like, the, and I would hate, I would fucking hate for Democrats to fall into that same trap. If the special counsel says, you know what, nothing, nothing there to Russia. Yeah. These people said some shit, but it doesn't tie to Trump. I would hate for fucking Democrats to, Oh, Russia, come on. He did a bad job. Just fucking accept it. Move on. Cause there, there are enough, there's yeah. enough shit going yeah. on that you don't have to fucking, you know, hold on to one goddamn scandal there are no, so many no, if, scandals if he, if he doesn't step on his dick over this it's gonna be it's gonna be something man um and that's that's the problem with electing a guy with no experience to run um you, you know the highest office in the country it's 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 like you know you don't you don't have a guy be the ceo is he's when, when, when he's been doing nothing in the corporate world before that i mean it's just if, if you did that in the, in the private sector they would think you were fucking insane they well, would yes be like no, oh, yes and no like no that's the, he's acting sort of private sector sort of reality tv he literally we're talking about a man whose brand was built on you're fired so when he fired comey in his mind, he was literally going, yeah, this is what they want right. of me. They elected me to be the you're fired guy and is probably confused as fuck as to why everyone turned on him. Yeah, yeah. it's Well, and, and the thing is, is, I mean, a lot of people aren't just because of what you were saying before. Is, is it's, it's party over anything else. It's just it's pure partisan politics, now, like not just by the politicians, but by a lot of the voters. Like I was screening calls for a... Um, uh, uh, Breitbart show on Sirius XM oh, and it was goodness. a three hour show. They were constantly having people call in. And I mean, all of the callers were basically saying the same thing, but this is right after the, the Comey firing. And you know, it was, it was all talk about the special investigation and stuff. And it was all about how like, well, all right, well, when are we going to investigate Hillary Clinton then? Uh, you know, if they want to have special investigations, why doesn't Trump just call a special investigation to investigate Hillary Clinton for uh, fill in the blank, either the emails or Benghazi or right. her collusion with the Russians? It's like, well, all right, um, well, there's when in the fuck did that even come up, her with the Russians? And then, you know, people would say, like, all right, well, we should have a special investigation, but we should we should investigate everybody's involvement with the Russians, including the Democrats. And it's like, well, that's not who it's not who they were hacking. And or, I mean, they were hacking the Democrats. But I'm saying, like, yeah, it's not the Democrats were colluding with the Russians to hack themselves. Is that what you're fucking saying right now? You know, but the thing is, it was basically it, it, it reminded me of like diehard New England Patriots fans. Like right after that inflate gate thing, if you were on a sports show, is is it they they don't seem like um, voters at this point. They just seem like sports fans cheering for their fucking team. Yeah, and yeah, if their yeah. team's guy fucking you know uh, doesn't offsides or fucking you, you know what I mean, like 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 knees a, a receiver in the nuts before he touches the ball, they're gonna be like, what the fuck? That's nothing. You should see what their team did, you know, and it's it, they're just cheering for the penalty to be on the other team. It doesn't matter what happened, doesn't matter the details. They just they just know that their team should win and fuck the other team, you know, whatever happens. 
Well, I I go back to Obama's reelection in 12. I remember full well uh, election night on Facebook. I was fucking around and I came across a bunch of my shithead high school buddies who were already lamenting it and saying, well, who are we going to run in four years? How can we get out of this? How can we do it? And it's like, it's not even been 24 hours. You're not worried about the next four years of living. You're not worried about, okay, how how do we score the next touchdown? Exactly. How do we get, now that this guy is going to get out of office, instead of, it's like when uh, Obama was elected the first time, when Mitch McConnell said, it's our goal to make him a one-term president. Not let's work with him, let's push the Republican agenda, let's push back, let's, right. let's, let's compromise. It was literally fight, fight, fight. And the, the thing I, I like and dislike about Democrats is they generally aren't like that, and they're generally too pussy to be like that. And that's how you get Democrats voting for the Iraq war back in the George Bush days, because they figure, well, we better go along with the flow. Otherwise we'll be branded unpatriotic or well, other. Exactly, other man. I mean, that, that's that how you done. keep certain things from happening or, or, or you know, to keep happening. If, if you want them happening as, as if people in, in control is you sort of get the masses fighting over, you know, trivial shit like this, right, left, Republican, Democrat. And, oh, we'll, you know, we'll keep them uh, fighting. And then every every show often will make them feel like they've won something. But it doesn't matter who wins. We're still going to have a very hawkish foreign policy. We're still going to drone bomb countries we're not technically at war with. Um, you, you know, the, the, look, look at all this shit that, talk, that Trump talked about, like, Oh, I'm going to put an end to the bankers on Wall Street control over Washington. Yeah. And then what happens? Half his fucking guys <laughs> in, 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 his, in his cabinet are like, you know, what, what was it? The, the, the guy that worked in, in Goldman Sachs Goldman or whatever. Sachs. Well, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and other fucking like bankers and, you know, the Monopoly man and, and whoever the fuck else. And it's like, OK, well, weren't you going to what happened to draining the swamp, man? You basically just pissed in the swamp to where it's now even fucking more full and filled with your orange piss. So you did nothing. Yeah. Well, Jordan Klemper of the daily show actively like, uh, was it last month or the month before Trump went on a, it, basically a rally tour again. He held like three rallies in three different states because that's what he's doing as president is holding fucking rallies in arena talking about how great he is. And he went, Jordan Klemper went and interviewed people outside the rallies, the diehard supporters that are showing up and they didn't give a fuck. I think I saw that clip. Yeah. yeah. He literally yeah. said, did, did hey, he give a fuck um, in the slightest. Yeah. He said, uh, so uh, he said he was going to drain the swamp and he's putting Goldman Sachs guys in. How do you feel about that? And the guy said, well, you know, you got to put in who's got experience. And Jordan said, wasn't that Hillary's entire campaign put me in because I, and then they just, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. or another one was, um, uh, all, all they're saying oh, is Trump go team, care. go team, especially they the people showing up at the rallies. They're yeah. the most fucking like, um, this is my team. And when they score, I cheer. When they get called for a penalty, I fucking yell at the ref. Like, that's that's their whole mentality. They don't give yeah. a fuck. Well, another guy in that clip uh, said that no matter what, he said, it doesn't matter what's in Trump care, it will be better than Obamacare. And Jordan Klemper said, why? And the guy said, because it's got Trump's name on it. That was literally, <laughs> yeah, literally, there was nothing else beyond <laughs> the fact that it went from Obama to Trump, even though, uh, right. as we record this, yesterday it came out, the, the previous Look, I don't version, care if you rub a jersey in poison ivy, 
that shit has a Patriots logo on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. I would rather have a Patriots jersey covered in broken glass yeah. than I would have a, a Cowboys jersey. Fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Well, to be fair, I agree with that that assessment. I agree with fuck the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Although fucking Dak Prescott pissed me off because he's so good and so likable that I remember having that conflict of interest last season. I'm like, I really like Dak. Why does he have to play for a team I hate? Because you you can't dislike Dak Prescott. But, hey, we're running up against 30. Do you got anything you want to hit us with at the end here? We've we've, Um, uh, pretty much done the entire half hour on this. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll just sort of mention the call screening. Uh, so I basically do call screening for. It sounds like hell um, a little bit. <laughs> oh no! It's actually I, I kind of like it. It's 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 oh, some cool. some political stuff. Some now are you completely um, done with caviar? Yeah, I put my two weeks in, man. I was I was done with that fucking job, and yeah, it's it's looking good over at Sirius. I, I it's where I'd rather be working. It's what I'd rather be doing. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so call screening. But yeah, man. So. Um, they, well, I'll, I'll either do call screening for political shows, or I, I actually do a um, a show on the Catholic Channel. It's, it's actually quite a fun, quite fun to sit through at first. I mean, you know, because I'm, I'm a diehard atheist, and I was like, ah, fucking shit, I don't want to do this. But it's 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 fun. Like it's a, it's a good show. It's it's an actual like like priest who hosts a thing, and he's got a co-host who's a, a comic, and and it's funny. It's like it's like part comedy, and then part they'll they'll, they'll take. Uh, requests like prayer requests and stuff. It, it's, it's not a bad like if if that guy was the voice of the Catholic Church over the last how many years? I mean, you'd have a lot more fans of Catholicism. I think he, he gives a nice, warm, fuzzy kind of feel to the same thing. And I and I say that as as a as an, an atheist my whole life, who's never really liked religion. I, I like that guy and I like the show. That being said, when I take calls for the poli- political shows. It's usually a bunch of angry people, and they like I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm putting them on hold and fucking, you know, whatever. If we can't get to their calls, I I could give a fuck. Have to, like most of them on the right leaning stuff are right wing, and even on like the the left wing shows, like I would say about a third of them are usually right wing people calling in to troll anyway. And even the people that are on the left, they they sound like fucking jackasses anyway. You, you usually got to be a little bit nuts to call in to a political radio show, no matter how you lean. Um, you, you know, it's just more productive things to do with your time. That being said, a lot of the times when people call up on the Catholic show and we can't get to them, I feel really fucking bad, you know, because sometimes we'll have people calling up and be like, oh, yeah, um, I, I wanted to, I wanted you to do this prayer for my, 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 my nephew, Chris. Uh, he's, he's six years old and we just found out he's got brain cancer Picking that phone up and being like, hey, we don't have time to get to you. Oh, that, you God. You feel fucking awful. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Feel, now, granted, I know that, yeah, you know, like, I'm not a religious guy. I think God's bullshit. I think the kid's going to die whether we get to the prayer or not. You know what I mean? That being said, it's you don't want to in your face to the guy. You don't want to, like, oh, sorry, yeah. call back next yeah. week if he's still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah if little Christopher makes it, yeah, until next week, give us. Give us a jingle. Give us a ring here. You if know? you still, like, if I, you I still want to give us a ring, considering that he made it another week without an extra prayer, hmm, maybe yeah, you'll stick like, that I'm in like, your pipe and smoke ah. it. Yeah, and I feel bad, but like it's so much easier. Like it's it's a hell of a lot worse than you know having to pick the phone up from somebody on hold. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know you wanted to tell 
the the host that he's a liberal commie queer and you hope he dies in a car crash but we're out of time and you got to call back next week i'm i'm, I'm sorry I, I you know um yeah you can still i'm sure you'll still hate his guts next week though so it'll be it'll be fun <laughs> you'll hate him just as much next week just as hold you hate on him. to Wait, that no, you hatred you don't have stage four brain cancer the, oh, okay then yeah you'll be able to be you'll be here next week and you'll be able to tell the host to go fuck himself like you were going to do right now and yeah so I, I i feel much worse for um telling people calling because they're you know they're really nice people no one calls up because they're pissed off to the prayer show man i'm like it just it doesn't happen that is hilarious. All right. Well, listeners, um, if you want to call Right Wing Serious Radio, uh, you'll, you might get to talk to Jake. And uh, in the meantime, while you're on hold, write a nice review of us on iTunes and tell your friends to listen to our bullshit. All right. That's what we have time for. Call Jake in, uh, on Right Wing Radio on Serious. No, it's not, I, I don't do the right wing stuff as, as much. That's, I, well, I, I, do, I, I do a little of this and a little of that. It got, kind of got me moving around. Call around until you find Jake. Then. That's around. what we're saying. Just, 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 call ask, just call every show and ask if this is Jake. No, don't, don't do that. You're going to be fucking fired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Later.